The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. We have great news for you today on the masculine journey. You no longer have to rush, listen to Rush Limbaugh to deal with identity theft. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to the masculine journey. That's the topic today. And we got just to begin our topic of identity theft. <laughs> there you go. Our producer, Howard, comes in and says, you know, Robbie, you got two gyms on the show with you today. How are you going to identify one gym versus the other? So they're trying to steal your names, right? Is, 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 <laughs> there you go. It's been Rob, but we have Jim Graham with us and, of course, Jim Baricki. And it's welcome to the show, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Sam Good is in here. Florida on some well-deserved um, time off. And here we are, and I bet you're wondering what in the world, Robbie, what about identity theft? Well, you may not believe this, but it's true that almost since the time you were born, there was somebody out there that feared you and really feared who you could become. And that particular identity has been trying to steal yours from you almost from the moment that you were born. Would you say I'm accurate in that statement, Mr. Graham? I would. And continues at it. Yeah, he does. And so it's an interesting thing. And I, I'm just going to ask this question to the audience. I asked it myself before we did the show. I, I'm ask, I asked the two gyms. Strip away everything else. Who are you? From a kingdom perspective, you know, not what you do, not what your personality is, but just who are you when you get to the kingdom? Not somebody's father, not somebody's mother, not somebody in the PTA, but who are you? And our, our friend Adam Sandler, right, in the movie Anger Management, he found himself in this group setting, didn't he, Jim? Yeah, he, he found himself uh, uh, being uh, sentenced by a judge to an anger management class. And uh, <laughs> and it's hosted by none other than Jack Nicholson, if you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and here he goes. Dave, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Well, I'm a, an executive assistant at a major pet products company. Dave, I don't want you to tell us what you do. I want you to tell us who you are. Oh, all right. Um... I'm a pretty good guy. I um, I like playing tennis on occasion. Um, also, not your hobbies, Dave. Just simple. Tell us who you are. I just... Maybe you could give me an example of what a good answer would be. Um, what did you say? <laughs> you want Lou to tell you who you are. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, I'm a nice, easygoing man. I might be a little bit indecisive at times. Um, Dave, you're describing your personality. I want to know who you are. I don't know what you want me to say. Ooh. I mean, I'm sorry. I just I want to answer your question. Just not not doing it right. I, I guess. 
I think we're getting a picture. Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think we're getting a picture. Jim, I... <laughs> <laughs> that question. Do you think, really, Jim, that a lot of people, when asked that question, would actually know how to answer it? Who, who are you? Almost every male, at least, is going to answer exactly like Adam did. What I do. Now, for me, that would be an identity crisis because in my 62 years, I probably had 40 different jobs that I did. And people usually think I'm lying by the time I identify all the different things I've done in my life. But that isn't who we are. And, and there's a fascinating thing that we have discovered, those of us who are with the Masculine Journey, and we do these boot camps, which we have one coming up, you know, shameful plug, shameless plug. <laughs> Uh, April 6th through the 9th, right? And we, by all means, go to masculinejourney.org and register. But at these boot camps, we have a particular talk, which I dearly love, called the New Name. And in the New Name talk, it's set up, and we discuss this whole idea of identity. And then the, the men go out to what we call a covenant of silence, where they go out, and they're going to ask Jesus, what do you call me? Right? So... It's a fascinating thing to discover. And almost every time I've, in fact, every single time I've ever heard a man tell me that he believes he heard something from Jesus, the next words out of his mouth almost every single time is, but I don't think so. <laughs> is that what happened? Oh, I, know I, I know what I was that way. Um, the first time I went out, um, uh, I was, uh, I, I, I didn't think much about it. Um, and I heard warrior. I was like, warrior? No, that that's not me. I'm I'm one of the most docile guys you'd ever ever meet. Uh, and um, little did I know I'd be in the midst of many battles over the next few years. <laughs> Some for uh, you know, uh, basically uh, the very future of my life. And Jim, the second name that you heard of at another later boot camp. Mm-hmm. You heard Beloved Son. Tell our listeners what, what happened with that. That was a, a wonderful weekend. But I went when I heard that, it reminded me of the movie. Um, well, you're going to have to tell me the movie because I already forgot it. <laughs> um, Goodwill Hunting, where he's saying, well, you know, it's not your fault. Well, I was my response to God was, well, I know that. You know, is that it? And I know that. And then ultimately, after trying to, you know, that's obvious, I'm your beloved son, it sank in. And uh, it blew me away. I was reduced to tears. And one of the more amazing things to me was I'd never heard anybody share that name before, but at that boot camp there were at least three, and I think maybe four or five people that heard the same thing. Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things. And I, I remember the first time I heard my name from the Lord. I was actually on my way back from a boot camp. I was praying at, you know, I was coming back to actually do a Christian car guy show. And I was like, Lord, what do you call me? What do you call me? And he said, faithful. And I went, oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like an old dog or something. I don't want to be old faithful. You know, I was like, old yeller what's up with that? It just didn't sound like me. And, 
And so then I actually, having been through some other boot camps, went, well, let me think about this. If, if my name is faithful, then Satan's been trying to attack that ever since I was born. And how would I attack faithful if I was going to, if I were Satan and, and the word came betrayal and Mm. all of a sudden the events of my life started Mm. unfold in front of me and I went, Oh wow, God, this faithful word, this may be, this may be something that, that that's worth discussing. Well, Lewis Carroll wrote the book, Alice in Wonderland, and you may not know it, but he was a big time Christian and sort of in the, the group with uh, um, C.S. Lewis and, and those guys in Tolkien and those, you know, these amazing authors that wrote inside their stories this unbelievable Christian message. Well, Alice in Alice in Wonderland, especially in this Disney rendition that came out later, is really dealing with this issue. And there's this caterpillar in the movie by the name of Absalom in the movie. I think he's called Hookah in the book, but Nonetheless, he's a caterpillar, and he likes to blow smoke. And he's trying to show her that she doesn't know who she is. Her identity has been robbed. And they didn't even get her social security number, but it seems that it's worked because <laughs> poor Alice doesn't know who she is. Dave. Oh, Tell that's Dave. That's yourself. not Alice. Who are we're we're going to stop. We're not sure who, who Alice is. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens when you don't completely Maybe Dave is Alice. Click the button, yeah. Who are you? Absalom? You're not Absalom. I'm Absalom. The question is, who are you? Alice. We shall see. What do you mean by that? I ought to know who I am. Yes, you ought, stupid girl. Unroll the oraculum. being a calendrical compendium of Underland. It's a calendar. Compendium. It tells of each and every day since the beginning. Today is Griblick Day. Show her the Frabjus Day. Ooh, yeah, Frabjus being the day you slay the Jabberwocky. Sorry? Slayer what? Oh, yeah. That being you there with the Vorpal sword. No other swords can kill the Jabberwocky. No how. If it ain't Vorpal, it ain't dead. That's not me. I know. Resolve this for us, Absalom. Is she the right Alice? Not hardly. All right. Well, there you can see that Alice, which, by the way, that's an absolutely amazing movie, fabulous movie. Uh, if you look at it from this whole standpoint of identity and to see, you know, kind of the Christian underlying current that's going on here and the fact that somebody's taken her identity, she's, she's a victim of identity theft. And now, Jim, she is beginning to wonder, and everybody's wondering, is this the right Alice? I agree. I mean, uh, I think we, we, believe it or not, we all kind of get that way. We, 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 we ask ourselves, you know, is this who we are? Is this who all we are? And, uh, we, uh, for me at the boot camp, uh, you know, I went in, um, uh, kind of like you, uh, 
it all kind of came together of, you know, God tries to, or uh, the Satan tries to take us out. The enemy tries to take us out and brings up all these things in our mind that, uh, to pull us away. For me, you know, the warrior, he, the enemy kept telling me, go, well, you don't count. You, you know, and we got you've a got song nothing coming up in the break when we come back. And that, it's a, you know, and, and set that song up. For this uh, the, the, the song coming out of the break is a uh, contemporary Christian music song. Uh, you guys will recognize it. Uh, listen to the words. Listen to the lyrics. Because they'll it'll tell you. Uh, Somebody's uh, trying to steal something. Yeah. It's your identity. Protect yourself from identity theft and listen to the next segment of the Masculine Journey. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. You can protect your identity by coming to the boot camp April 6th through the 9th. Go register now. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Are you wondering what God has for you in 2017? Well, one thing's for sure, I know he wants you to have your heart back. There is an opportunity for men that's coming up this April, 6th through the 9th. Listen to what it did for Andy. Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience showed me I could truly hear from God and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Only $169 or make five payments of $33. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Yes, yes. Identity theft, it's going on all over the place, and it's actually way worse than your credit card. It's way worse than your credit score. He's it, trying to steal your future. It's He's trying even to worse than your <laughs> your tax return coming up. He's trying to steal your actual identity. And, and uh, Jim, this is a critical thing that, that how do we operate when we don't even know who we are? We don't. Not knowing who we are takes away any power that we receive from God. We, I mean, I've always considered myself my own worst enemy, and that's been one of those self-fulfilling prophecies <laughs> because I didn't know who I was. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that in many of our cases, I would, I would guess in my own case, that many members of my family know if they were if people were to go up there go who is your dad they would be able to describe that individual even better than ourselves because mm -hmm. part of the problem with our identity is we never realized we have an enemy right Jim right well and here's the thing the enemy's trying to steal that from you convince you that you're something that you're not or you know for us to be fulfilled uh, to become all that God has created us to be. We have to know who we are. And if we don't know who we are or we minimize, you know, well, I can't do that or, 
you know, and that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to stick something in your head and get you to make the agreement, the agreement that, hey, you know what? The enemy's right. I can't do that. You know, imagine if, you know, uh, somebody was constantly whispering in Tom Brady's ear, you can't play football. No, oh, I bet they did. And I bet he said you can't make that pass. And I bet he's but I'm hoping that'll happen a lot here in about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, I like the Falcons. But anyway, <clears throat> you know, I, every week I'm so blessed, beyond blessed, to uh, host Kingdom Pursuits. And, you know, one of the ways that I hope you get from this show that you can find out who you are, the way to get your identity back, there's no 1-800 number. <laughs> it's better than that. It's, it's better, better than, than that. that. The person that actually know who's who you are is the one who designed you. And through communication with him and through prayer, through times of silence and understanding of of going there, he begins to lay out for you an adventure. Not necessarily who you are, but through that adventure, through the story, you begin to understand who it was that you may, because, you know, he sends people, and I hear this all the time. Well, I felt God asked me to write a book, or I felt God asked me to start this ministry to homeless people, or I felt God asked me to, and I, again, as I'm doing Kingdom Pursuits, and I say, how does God take your passion and use it to build the kingdom? And each time, wow, the God has taken me on this phenomenal adventure that I had no idea, but as they went along in the adventure, he's teaching them all along the way, Jim, and I bet in your ministry there at the bridge, you see the same thing. I do, and it really is a matter of so many people think they're one thing, and you put it out for the break. They think they're one thing, and they're not. They uh, Often your friends can give you a better idea of who you are than you have yourself. But our identity is in Jesus Christ and in our Creator, as you pointed out, and it is a interesting thing that we often don't want to claim who we are, even knowing who we are. Now, we're going to rejoin Alice, and Yay. we're going to take you on a bit of a trip here, because she went on a bit of a trip. In fact, it was sort of an adventure, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I would. And interestingly, kind of her version of the Holy Spirit happens to be the smoke coming her way <laughs> via Absalom. And he's like her in her comforter in a funny sort of way, even though he calls her a stupid girl, but he's her comforter. <laughs> and he's going to help her with some things as far as discovering her identity. But a lot of it is coming through the adventure that she is living in Wonderland there with the Mad Hatter and the Cheshire Cat and all these people. I just want you to picture that Lewis Carroll created these phenomenal characters that have very clear identity. I bet you could, listening right now, you can tell me all about a Cheshire Cat, or you could tell me all about a Mad Hatter, or, you know, a, a, a Queen of Hearts. Off of this, You got all that. Those characters are very, very well done because they have a very clear identity. But the one that doesn't have so much of a clear identity is the one that's got to face the Jabberwocky. And so she's got Absalom along the way. Now, about halfway through this clip, so you'll hear it, she'll say, Absalom, why are you hanging upside down? And again, you can't see it, but I'm going to tell you that Absalom, being a caterpillar that he is, is now going into his cocoon face. Now, you may picture the Christian imagery here. <laughs> you may picture it that in her name is Kingsley. You may 
picture a lot of things that are coming at you, but listen carefully to the words I, of this clip. I, I, I find it interesting, Robbie, that the person at the center of the story doesn't know who she is. <laughs> That's often my case. <laughs> no, I bet it's yours. Absolutely. Who are you? <laughs> I thought we'd settled this. I'm Alice, not that one. How do you know? You said so yourself. I said you were not hardly Alice, but you're much more her now. In fact, you're almost Alice. Even so, I couldn't slay the Jabberwocky if my life depended on it. It will. So I suggest you keep the Vorpal Sword on hand when the Fraptious Day arrives. You seem so real. Sometimes I forget that this is all a dream. <laughs> Will you stop doing that? <laughs> Nothing was ever accomplished with tears. Absalom, why are you upside down? I've come to the end of this life. You're going to die. Transform. Don't go. I need your help. I don't know what to do. I can't help you if you don't even know who you are, stupid girl. I'm not stupid. My name is Alice. I live in London. I have a mother named Helen and a sister named Margaret. My father was Charles Kingsley. He had a vision that stretched halfway around the world and nothing ever stopped him. I'm his daughter. I'm Alice Kingsley. Alice at last. This place is real. So are you and so is the Hatter. And the Jabberwocky. Remember, the Vorpal Sword knows what it wants. All you have to do is hold on to it. Fair fair Alice. Perhaps I will see you in another life. The cool thing is that I will just, spoiler alert, tell you that Absalom goes into the next movie, which is also worth watching, Alice Through the Looking Glass, where he is actually a butterfly. Again, we get the picture. But I, I want to go to a couple ideas that are clear in this clip that I think are significant to our discovery of our identity and recovering ourselves from our identity theft. Is a big moment in the movie is for her to say that she is the daughter of the king, <laughs> Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> Part of her identity is whose daughter she is, right, Jim? Absolutely. Like listening to that clip, and I haven't seen the movie, but I got chill bumps with that connection. I mean, her father traveled halfway around the world. Our father created the world, the universe, and all that's in it. And being claiming that position as his son, his daughter means everything and nothing would stop him as she said being her her daughter then there's this whole idea jim of the dream right this isn't a dream is it i'm not really no no you know you're down the rabbit hole but it's not it's not the blue pill (laughs) (laughs) the jabberwocky's real isn't he yes yes uh you know and the enemy is real the enemy uh is there and he's in your head and that's that's not you talking to yourself. The enemy is there feeding you full of lies. And then the really cool thing that Lewis Carroll brought out, and they use it in other things that I don't think, but Jim's aware of it, 
is this idea of the varpal sword. And, and I love the line. I, I mean, it really intrigues me what it says. It knows what it wants. And here's a picture that, again, Paul gave us in Ephesians 6 of the full armor of the sword of spirit. And here we have a sword that if we can hang on to the scriptures, we can just hang on. And that's not easy sometimes. It knows what it wants, and it can slay the Jabberwocky. That's right. <laughs> can it not, Jim? God's Absolutely. Word. God's word will not return void. And it's, it's, it's a phenomenal picture that is here in this movie and as well as in the story of Alice in Wonderland of one of the secrets to not getting your identity theft stolen is to remain with that varpal sword in your hand. And in the armor of God, the sword is the only offensive weapon. The rest is defense. So we're not able to go on the offensive against the enemy without the word of God. And clearly Jesus showed us that in his temptation in the desert. But I do have a friend who would argue with you on that point, that he says... The, the shield offensive. can be an offensive No, no, he's going to argue here. He <laughs> says, and pray in the spirit at all times, because prayer is an offensive weapon that is really at our disposal, especially in this identity thing. And so if there's one place I would love for you all to land in listening to our show today, in Jim's case, in Jim's case, and in Jim's case, <laughs> I'm just not that Jim. In each Jim's case and in Robbie's case, our clearest clues to identity came through prayer. Yes. Uh, yes, we all are studied, have studied the word of God. We all mm-hmm. love it. We all hold the varpal sword. But that idea of prayer is a, is a place, but it comes at being quiet and being still and not so much talking, but a whole lot of listening, right, Jim? Absolutely. And I, well, just something that yesterday was said to me by a very dear, beloved Christian friend is, I wanted to help him because he's in a terrible place. And I said, what can I do? And he said, rightly so, all that you can do for me right now is pray. And that is a powerful weapon. Right. Jesus knows who you are. He made you. And he has some answers for you, but you got to ask him and then you got to be still and then comes the tough part. Let me see if I can believe that. How has that been attacked? How can I isolate that? Those are available to you. And one of the ways that can happen is to come to the boot camp. It's April 6th <laughs> through the 9th. That's all to do with we would love to have you there. We're going to have so much fun, but you got to go. It's your step. Or maybe you can help your husband out and show him. Here's MasculineJourney.org, MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Go register today.